the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. It's great to be with you on this fine, warm Friday right here in Southern California. Today, Open Line Friday. We always have a good time on Open Line Friday. You can join the conversation or you can change the conversation. Just give me a call. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We do Open Line Friday so that you can pick the subject and we'll talk about what you want to talk about. We'll shift it back to something else or you sometimes you change the entire direction of the show because it is so perfect. And uh, and then sometimes you don't, and we say goodbye and go back to talking about whatever we were talking about. The number is 888-528-2557. You can join the conversation at any time with that. You can also email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Let me, let me ask you something as we start off today. Something positive. Uh, another article in the LA Times today about everybody leaving Los Angeles, leaving uh, California. Okay, we can talk about that, but here's something I want I thought maybe would be a good subject for today. What do you love about living in Southern California? I mean, there's so many things we can complain about, and I get it. And uh, there's there's things we need to fix, no doubt about it. We have a lot of problems. But what do you love about living in Southern California? I think it is a blessing to live in Southern California, even with our problems, even with all of the different things that are going on that need to be fixed, even with all the good reasons to uh, to take off and leave. Why do you like living in Southern California? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. You know, I was thinking about this today because, and this maybe this just is a silly thing. Um, I, I had to go to uh, the bank today, and when I got to the bank this morning, um, the ATM wasn't working. And it didn't like have a note on it saying it's not working or saying temporarily out. The woman in front of me was on the ATM and she was just struggling with it. She actually punched it once, which I found entertaining, but uh, she was not happy. And uh, I kind of wondered, I thought, well, is it not working or does she not know how to do it? Because usually I'm in line behind the person who just can't figure out, you know, what their ATM code is. And uh, I'm proud to say, by the way, that I've had the same ATM code for 33 years. They tell you to change that all the time, but uh, I, I have still not been robbed, uh, so that's good. Uh, anyway, it, uh, she finally got frustrated, went inside the bank, and then I got up to it, and I did the same thing, and I felt like punching it, but I realized, no, it's just not working. And uh, there was no one behind me or else I would have punched it. It kind of would have been entertaining for that person, right? And it's sort of like when you're buying the drinks for the next person in line at Starbucks. Uh, it's kind of an ATM entertaining thing where you just get frustrated one person after another. You just you just pass it along, the uh, the frustration. Anyway, so I didn't have time to go to the bank. So I I drove into to work and at lunch I went over to another ATM. Now, here's the crazy thing. I'm standing there in line. This ATM is working properly, and the uh, woman who was in front of me in line was having no difficulties and not punching the machinery. There is no shade. I'm standing kind of really in a parking lot, 
and I felt the sun hitting me from behind. And I can't explain it, but it felt great. And I loved being in Southern California. I loved being in Los Angeles. Just that that minute. It just seems like maybe not a big deal, but it's just a reminder. I know it gets hot. Sometimes it gets muggy. We look forward to getting that to that point of relief, and the summer's going to get hot now, and I'll be complaining about it in September with the rest of us. And I get it. And the rest of the country makes fun of us for we complain when it gets too hot or too cold, and it's only you know, 90 degrees or it's you know 65 degrees, and we can't handle it. I get it. But isn't that cool about Southern California? You know, I'm just standing there doing nothing, and uh, it felt great. And there's heat. There's, it's not too hot, not too humid. There's no bugs. Love it. That's a cool thing, I think, about Southern California. What do you love about Southern California? There's so many different reasons to love where we live. And, you know, I feel like it's Friday. We're headed into the weekend. And when we talk about more serious things this hour, maybe you're going to bring something up because it is open like Friday. You can talk about whatever. But we're going to talk about, you know, there's some crazy stuff going on. Nancy Pelosi is going to go to Taiwan and... The uh, Chinese government is threatening to shoot down her plane. Did you know that? Uh, That's a big deal. They're saying don't go, and some people are telling her not to go. She says she's going. And um, you know what? We – I – I think that we need to be in a place where if we think they are supposed to be a separate nation and we've been treating them that way and we've been able to go before, then we should be able to go. So we'll see what happens with that. That's, you know, that's a big deal. And uh, a few other things uh, going on in the news today that uh, we will get to. So you can call and talk about that. But I think that I think thinking of things positively going into the weekend um, is is important. You got anything? What do you love about living in Southern California? 888-528-2557. It is open line Friday. You can call about anything else. Yet another article in the L.A. Times, California Exodus, continues with L.A. and San Francisco leading the way. Why are we here? The uh, Summer Lynn, the staff writer for the L.A. Times, asks, why are you here? I mean, that's a good question. Why are you here? Uh, I think all of us have maybe thought about leaving Southern California. I've always lived in Southern California. I grew up in, in uh, I was born uh, right here in the L.A. area, and then my parents moved to San Diego. And uh, when I was about three and a half, they moved to Palmdale. When I was four, I found them. No, I'm kidding. They took me with them. And uh, I lived in Palmdale, and I was uh, very happy to grow up up there in the Antelope Valley. I know many of you listening are up there. How's it going up there? Are you tired of the heat? It's probably windy up there. And um, and it was a great place to grow up. Now, it's also a great place to be from, I'm not going to lie. I uh, left Palmdale when I went to college. I went to UC Riverside, and then I moved to San Diego to go to law school, wound up going to seminary instead, and uh, did that for uh, 25 years. Not seminary for 25 years. I know people, though, who are doing that. I, I know people who are just lifelong. They're going to be in – they're going to be in – I know a guy. I'm not even going to mention – I'm not going to mention his name. He's going to be in school till he's well into his 50s trying to get one degree after another before he really gets a real job. I don't understand that. Um, you know, at some point you got to get out there, right? I mean, I know we're living longer and stuff, but, uh, you know, is the degree going to help you, the multiple different degrees going to help you so much that you got to go to school for 25 years? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I feel like there's, there's more you could be doing with that. Anyway, uh, then I moved to uh, L.A. recently, 
and uh, moved back up here to L.A. Always been in Southern California, and I have to tell you, I love it. But there's something bigger, right? The why are we here question. Why are you where you're at? Do you know? Have you thought about this? Or are you just stuck? I mean, maybe some of you feel like you're stuck. Uh, you know, a lot of you are leaving, and uh, I know that. What is the reason that you should stay? Like, what is the spiritual reason to stay? More than you love Southern California. There's so many things to love. I even love the, the weird things about Southern California. I, I love it that there are so many freeways. I just do. I, and I love it because there's always another road to take. There's always some other, other place to go. I've got one of those apps on my phone that you, you punch it, and it'll tell you the best way to go. And for me, coming into the studio and coming home, there's multiple ways I can go, depending on what the traffic is like. And most of them are about the same amount of time if there's no traffic, you know, give or take 10 minutes one way or the other. And uh, that app is so helpful. And it's, you know, it used to be you'd have to listen to the radio, right? And you still do. You listen to the radio, you get the traffic report, and that you get them, what, every every couple of minutes. It's really good. That's really helpful. And you time it to that. Now with the app, you've got the radio going, and this is what I do. I, especially when I get to a – there's like a – you know, there's a point of no return. There's a point when you've got to commit Oh, I'm going to go on the 5 or I'm going to go on the 405 or I'm going to go on the, the 101 or there's, there's a time, right, when you have to commit to what freeway and you just pray that there's not some crazy thing going on. And, uh, and when you get it right, it feels great. When you get it right, it's fantastic. So I uh, hit that app today. When I left the house, everything was clear on the normal way I would go. And then right before that point of no return, I hit the app again and it saved me a half an hour by sending me on a different freeway. Half an hour, I would have been, uh, you know, breathing in the exhaust fumes of somebody in traffic uh, for quite a while had I gone the other way. Maybe worse than a half an hour because, you know, it, it takes some time to catch up. That happened to me going home uh, yesterday or the day before. I, I missed the point of no return, and I was just stuck. Were you on that? The uh, the 5 going south. Now, I was on the 5 north. It got backed up because of looky-loo, but there was a pretty bad accident on the 5 south, and everybody was just parked, and you were just stuck there. Is that something we can love about, uh, you know, you have that experience in Southern California. You don't get that uh, too many other places. Anyway, see, there's, I think there's always a silver lining to things, an optimistic way of looking at the simple things in our life. Maybe that's easier because I love Jesus. Maybe that's easier because um, I know that my best days are ahead of me because I love Jesus. That's true for all of you, by the way, that because you love Jesus, if you do, if you're, <clears throat> if you're saved, if you're going to heaven, your best days are always in front of you. Whatever is happening now, your best days are to come. L.A. Times is asking, why are we here? And uh, it's talking about San Francisco and L.A. primarily. Those are the two places where there are so many outbound moves. California ranks second in the country for outbound moves. It doesn't say who ranks first. It's got to be California. Maybe it's New York. I think maybe New York might be the other one or Illinois. Um, and uh, it's gotten much bigger during the the pandemic, all right? Um, and uh, si there's a 60% increase in people moving out than people moving in. And sometimes people do it because of work-life balance, right? When now that you can remote work, for a lot of our jobs, it doesn't really matter that you live in the town of your job, right? You can live anywhere with uh, Internet the way it is. That's an incredible thing. And so lots of people are doing that. The report finds... Uh, a new report by the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, which for whatever reason is tracking the data from a moving company, uh, United Van Lines. I guess they would be the ones to know. The report found that droves of California are leaving for Texas, Virginia, Florida, and Washington. 
Now, that surprised me, the Washington. I know zero people moving to Washington. Are you moving up there? It's cold up there. It's dark up there. Uh, They have a lot of trees. It's sunnier than they say. They always tell you it's raining all the time up there. It rains a lot, but it doesn't rain as much as they think. I think they tell you that because they really don't want you to move up there. They don't like Californians too much. That's my theory. My family's up there. You're probably listening up there. And you know I'm right because it never rains when I'm up there. And I just think you guys are making that part up. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. It's Open Line Friday. You can call about whatever it is that's on your mind. If you've got a Bible question, you've got a question about something going on in the news, do you have uh, just something on your mind, you can call and share it. The number is 888-528-2557. I am talking about why we love Southern California with the the news about people moving out. I'd love to hear why do you love it in Southern California? Maybe you don't. You know, I don't I think you do. I think maybe we forgot, you know, how blessed we really are to live here as long as we can with all the problems, not ignoring that there are problems. This article continues this way and says San Francisco and Los Angeles rank first and second in the country respectively for outbound moves as the cost of living and housing prices continue to balloon. And people in Los Angeles are particularly moving to Phoenix, Las Vegas, San Diego, which is the same state, and roughly the same cost. There's a couple things in this article I'm not really buying. You know, it's pretty much the same cost of living down there in San Diego. In fact, I think San Diego is more expensive. San Antonio and Dallas. Uh, The number of Los Angeles residents leaving the city jumped from around 33,000 in the second quarter of 2021 a year ago to 41,000 in the same span this year in 2022. So people are moving out at a much faster pace. And, uh, of course, we're, we're dealing with extremely high housing prices. USC economics professor Matthew Kahn started talking about this, and he says people want to live here, but an unintended consequence. Now, this is what I think is, is interesting here. People want to live here, but an unintended consequence of the state's environmentalism is we're not building enough housing in desirable downtown areas. And that prices out middle-class people to the suburbs and creates long commutes. We don't have road, pr- road pricing to help traffic congestion, and these headaches add up. And so when you create the possibility of working from home, many people say enough, and they move to a cheaper metropolitan area. They, uh, this uh, economist also points out crime and uh, a growing unhoused population. That's the new – maybe that's today's term for the homeless. The other day I was struggling to figure out what is the, the new term that we're supposed to call uh, homeless people. Um, not that we have to give in to those terms all the time, by the way. Uh, I just want to know what they mean, because sometimes I read a new term and I'm like, well, what is that? You know, a growing unhoused population. Uh, (laughs) I think that means homeless. You used to say bums and junkies, and everybody knew what you meant. That's what it used to be, right? That was, uh, and uh, that's still the case in a lot of ways. You just have to, uh, you know, we we don't want to moralize anymore. And that's not true for everybody, but it is true for a lot. In that subject, isn't it? That that if we don't actually deal with the moral choices that people are making, we're not going to solve that problem. That's a place for the church. That's, by the way, a reason to stay in California, is that if you really want to help with a lot of the problems we have, we need people who can speak to the moral truths of the day in a kind way, without getting sidelined by either people who don't want to say anything morally or sidelined by people who understand the truth but say it in a mean way and everybody just gets ticked off and won't talk to you. There's got to be a better way. Obviously, that's uh, driving out. those things are driving out uh, residents here in the state. 
The state is also seeing a dwindling middle class. Uh, National Association of Realtors says that the national median home price has risen to 416000 which is huge. It's a record high for the country. 416, that's the average median, the median home price, 416,000. In California, it's 800,000. It's over that now. That's crazy. How does anybody live here? California is at risk for being a state for the very, very wealthy and very, very low earners who receive state and local federal aid that allows them to live here. Everybody else is going to uh, take off. Uh, That could happen. That would be sad. That would be really, really sad. I think that we need to think about some ways to stay. We bring this up once in a while because I know that so many people are are leaving. We, you know, Christy and I, we are we've moved to town. We're looking for a church, and uh, so we go to the uh, you know the new person welcoming thing, um, which is uh, you know some churches do a really good job at that. Some churches do a really poor job at that. By the way, have you? You know, it's a. I'm. I've been in the church my whole life. Okay, my dad's a pastor, so I grew up in the church. Didn't have. Uh, didn't have the opportunity to really check out other churches too often, and it really. And you know, almost never had the opportunity to check it out from the standpoint of do I really want to go here because I really didn't have a choice. And then for a brief time when I when I moved down here, I uh, was able to sort of pick out the church, but I just found a church with a large number of people who were. Uh, young adults like I was, and that's the reason I went there. It really didn't matter if I liked it or not. I, you know, truth is, I wanted to find a date. I mean, let's just be honest. That is the reason that sometimes people are looking for a church, and then sometimes you find Jesus along the way. Hopefully, the person that you're looking to date uh, is also on that path. Otherwise, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. But shortly after that, I ended up working at that church. I ended up going to seminary. So I've I've not been in a place, and I've never been married until now. Where Christine and I have been married for over twenty years. And uh, this is the first time that she's had a choice of what church to go to because her husband was going to be the pastor at whatever church. So both of us get to go to these new person welcoming things. And uh, some churches, I'll tell you, you're doing a great job. Some churches, you're not. And, uh, you know, we're to like, we kind of thought, you know, what's God calling us to do? Really, it's for our kids, ultimately. Where are they going to fit in? That's, that's, the, uh, that's what's driving us probably more than anything else as far as finding a church. Anyway, we go to the new church thing, and then they find out uh, that I used to be a pastor, and now I'm uh, you know, on the air here, really pastor this way and in ministry. And uh, it's funny how that can alter the conversation all of a sudden. Anyway, what we, what, what, the way it alters the conversation, though, is in some ways, because you're usually speaking to pastoral staff and you're speaking to people who are kind of always in the church, all of a sudden when they find out you've spent the whole life working in church, you, they understand that you get it. And certain walls come down, right? And uh, honesty is there. And you know what we've heard from a lot of people is that there's just a lot of hurt because your friends have left town, because you're the people that maybe added a lot to your church, or maybe they just added a lot to your life or your community. They've moved to another state. And, um, you know, that is really hard. And people are changing so often. It's hard to, to lose friends. And we've had that experience before where it just seems like everybody we know has taken off. I think there's a, some great reasons to stay in Southern California. Southern California has great baseball. We have, um, obviously, the, the weather is amazing, and uh, it's great here. It's really great. Why would you stay? Here's the question. 
Here's a question you should ask if you are wondering whether or not you should stay. It's not just about what kind of a great place it is, because as we know, God might be calling you to a place that's not so great. And uh, I know some people who just moved from here to uh, some town you've never heard of in New Hampshire. Obviously, that's the call of God, right? And no one's really questioning them. Are you sure God's calling you? Yeah, if, if you're moving that way. Now, when you're moving the other way, it's harder, right? Because everybody wants to live here if they can, if they can pull it off. If you're, you know, and I, I thought about that in, when I was hiring people, when I would hire pastoral staff and I'd get hundreds of applications and people would write, uh, you know, why they want to move to California. And in the, you know, Christian world, you have to write something like, oh, I feel called. Really? You live in uh, Cleveland and you're called in January to move to Southern California. Okay. I got to test that out though. <laughs> Because uh, I got 17 other letters from pastors in Cleveland who feel like they're called to Southern California. But if you're moving from uh, San Diego to uh, Cleveland, well, that's probably a calling. I bet they don't question it out there. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. It's Open Phone Friday. Anything that's on your mind, you can give me a call and we can talk about that. If you've got a Bible question, question about what is going on in the world. And a question I'm putting out there is, why do you love Southern California? Why do you like, why do you love living here? And to try to keep it positive on that. And when we come back, I want to give you some different things here as uh, the conversation goes on for what are some things to look for? If you're thinking about leaving or you're thinking about staying, what are some clues for what God's will might be for your life to do that? What are some things that you should really ask yourself or ask your spouse or ask your friends if you're thinking about that? Because the worst thing to do is to pack up and uh, move to Boise and uh, you buy a house that's a little bit cheaper and you're really excited about that and the money's a little better and you feel more comfortable. And uh, But the next thing you know, you're living in Boise. You just got to, you just, you know, you got to really make sure this is what God wants for you. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. The number 888-528-2557. We'll take a break. I'll be back with your calls on Open Phone Friday as the Friday edition of SoCal Live continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. We love it. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. It's great to be here on this Friday. It is Open Phone Friday. Anything that you want to talk about, we will talk about today. We started off by talking about what's going on in California. Some people are leaving, but I wanted to know, is there a reason you want to stay? Or maybe you just can't take it and you just got to get out. But what is God calling you to do ultimately? Have you thought through that? You can call about anything you'd like today. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. You got a Bible question. You have a question about something going on in the news. Just something on your mind you want to talk about. Anything is possible today on Open Phone Friday, 888-528-2557. Mary from Upland, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, how are you? I'm good, Mary. How is it in Upland today? Well, you know, it's not too bad. Um, I was listening to you, and you were saying what what was the reason why we would stay. Um, My mother just passed 15 days days ago. She passed away and went to be went to be with the Lord, mm. and then tomorrow's my birthday, <laughs> so so I'm going through a lot of emotions right now, but um, yeah. I've, been, I've been telling my husband for quite some time now that we need to move to Tennessee, 
because we have um, we've been listening to a pastor in Tennessee, and um, we've been watching him online, and he's absolutely awesome. And from what I can see uh, the, about the, the church there, the the church body is uh, so loving and so so um, kind and. And and I'm not getting that here, and 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 that's what I'm, I long for. I'm like you. I was like hopping around from church to church, and you see things that are just, what is this? You know, this is not right. Then you know, the, the it's just, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, you haven't and, been, you um, haven't been to this church though in Tennessee. Yet. You just watch it online. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and uh, I think he's one of the pastors that comes on the station. Uh, but, is um, it uh, Pastor Alan Jackson? It is. Okay, yeah. It We're going to have him on the show uh, next week, I think, or the week after. He'll be on our show here pretty soon. Oh, that, that would, that's so wonderful. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah we, we thoroughly enjoy his teaching. But uh, we, we're, we're waiting on the Lord, you know, to for his will to be done and not ours and, and for him to open the door. And for right now, you know, I've been at my job for 16 years mm. and... Right now, I, 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 right now, I think the Lord just keeping me here or keeping my husband and my, myself here, and I don't know why. There's yeah. got to be a reason why. Well, here, let me, uh, let me try to give you a, a reason here. This is something that uh, I was thinking about with that, and that's a great question. What's the reason why? Uh, my wife and I have asked ourselves that question because I think for most of us, we just look and we go, we could leave the state and go to Tennessee, for example. We have friends. We have friends who have moved to Tennessee, to Idaho, to Florida, to Texas, uh, to Phoenix. My family's in Phoenix. We have we could move to a lot of places, and financially, mm-hmm. that would make some sense, right? We would the cost of living is dramatically different in some of those places. Definitely. And Tennessee, I think, is the uh, the the new hot place to go for. Uh, Southern California people even. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, why does the Lord keep you here? Why did the Lord keep us here? Right right now, we're blown away at the reasons that we believe the Lord kept us here. Uh, not just this program, but what God's doing even in our community where we found ourselves. So in the book of Jeremiah, one of the great statements there is, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, Jeremiah 17, verse 7, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. And mm. one of the questions I would ask, you know, for anybody, yourself, but anybody who's thinking about it, is where are your spiritual roots being planted and being watered? Is God using you um, with your coworkers? Is God using you with the people that you live around? You know, where is it that, and this is the thing I think to be careful about just uprooting. You know, hopefully Alan Jackson's church uh, is a great church and the feeling you have about it is for real, but I'm sure there's some unkind people there. Every church has that. Yes. You know, and you you want to be very careful about, you know, thinking some church out there is so much better than somebody else because they're all full exactly. of sinners, you know. Exactly. And, exactly. and you, you find kind of the same people in every church. They just have a different face and name, but they're there. And, uh, you know, how is the church doing with, it, with its uh, leadership? How is it doing with uh, focusing on the main things? Mm-hmm. You know, are they focusing on discipleship or are they just focusing on keeping people in the pews? Uh, the second, the second one is going to uh, crash and burn, eventually. 
So I would, yeah. I would, I would marry. I would think about that. I mean, obviously, your mom, your mom passed away. That's a big change um, for you in life. Um, you don't want to relocate and, just and because lived, of the pain with that. In, she lived in Florida, so so oh, okay. she lived in Florida, and my husband is originally from Massachusetts, and then I was born and raised here in Southern California. So, but it's yeah, I I, I hear what you're saying, and um, there there, my husband tells me all the time. Mary, the Lord has you at your job for a reason. Mm. I work for a cemetery. Oh, okay. And, um, and there's so many people that come in there that need that love, that, that, that Jesus love, you know, that, and, and I see it, I feel it. And, you know, that gives me the time to pray with them. And, and, you know, and my coworkers, yeah, I won't even go there with that. But, um, yeah. yeah, so maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. You know, and you're probably right. My husband's probably right. He has me here for a reason. It's just that I, I, we need a home church. We just can't be watching church online. Mm. And I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm missing that, that the body. You know, I'm missing yeah. the body. So have you? You're not going to any church now. You're just watching online. Correct. Yeah. Well, that I would say is definitely something you need to do, even while you're here. Even if you feel like God is calling you to leave, you know, uh, you got to get in a home church and and give it some time. You got to go there for several weeks because you just might have you might have a bad experience, but that might not be the normal. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, and that's okay. you know, I'll tell you what, as pastor, I've had problems. Like one person can create so many problems you don't know about. I had a guy one time we had to tell to knock it off because every new person he was going around and trying to sell whatever multi-level marketing thing he had, you know, with them. And, okay. he, and he would corner people. Right. And it was, uh, I actually saw him do it one day when I confronted him. Wow. Um, yeah. So think about that. And Mary, you know what, obviously you have got a, you have a great ministry, you know, and I know a lot about cemetery workers and what kind of goes on there and the people that you got to deal with. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they have cemeteries in Tennessee because people die there also. you know it was a pleasure talking to you i know you have other people but um, it was a pleasure talking to you god bless you and thank you for what you do on the radio all right mary god bless you find a local church make that your top priority i think that's a a really good thing for you thanks for calling southern california live this is southern california live 888-528-2557 is the number 888-528-2557 and, uh, oh, I forgot. I was going to ask her, after all that, what do you love about Southern California? She grew up here. Um, and that's something I think that we can still celebrate, even if we think God's calling us to take off, even if we think God is wanting us to to leave. You know, are you are your roots planted somewhere spiritually? You know, number one, you got to be in a local church. You got to be somewhere. And your church is, is not perfect. As perfect as you think it might be, it's just not. And speaking as a, a pastor, I would love to tell you that every church I was a part of was just perfect and there were no problems or we handled them very, very easily. It's just not. You have kind of ebbs and flows. And the, the challenge, I think, for a lot of churches is to remember why you're there and that we're not there for us, that ultimately, the reason for your church is to help you put down your spiritual roots so that you can be a representative of Christ and the the gospel wherever you work or wherever you go to school or just where you live or with the people, whatever people God's placed around you, that's your ministry. And you go to church to strengthen you, to worship with other believers, to be built up with other believers, and hopefully you're getting something out of the message and you're worshiping the Lord with other believers and all that matters. But at the end of the day, I think where God really wants you 
is wherever it is that you've put down those spiritual roots where you are you are able to get in the ground and you're getting that nourishment from the Lord. You know, in the Bible, Abram, who became Abraham, you know, he gets credited because God said, leave town, and he brought him to Israel, and he did, and just dropped everything, and he went, and he was 75 years old, and it was pretty rough, and he did, and he, he left, and that's a great thing that he did that, and God had a purpose. He was going to bless him and make him into a great nation, and his genera- his uh, his children are still living there uh, today. They were scattered about for quite a while, but they're all moving back, and it's amazing when you read his story, but there was a time when he had to leave. There was a time in Genesis chapters 12 and 13 where there was a bad famine and he went to go live in Egypt for a while, which is not where you want to go live if you live in Israel. Uh, but he did that for a little while, but then he went back and he went back and he, you know, the, I think a big part of all of this is whether we're going to leave or we're going to stay or, and this can be not just leaving town, but leaving your job. You know, how do you know it's time to leave? We're we're in the middle of the great resignation, it's called. People are leaving careers. They're leaving jobs. Some of us, uh, you know, lost entire careers because of the COVID. There's industries that went away. Uh, temporarily some. Some are gone for good um, because of the COVID. Where is it that, you know, when you're asking, what does God want me to do with my life? Ask this question. Where is it that I'm going to put down roots like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots to the stream, that where I will not fear when the heat comes, like when things are bad. You know, things are kind of bad in California. You know, we could we could go down a road here where the taxes are bad, the gas prices are bad, the the smog is bad and getting worse, the government is bad. There's just so many dumb things happening in California. But where is it that God has planted you? And if you are in a place where you're spiritually able to minister to people, then you should really think that as hard as it is here, maybe God wants you here. And if you're thinking, I don't know how I can afford it, you know, pray to God and say, God, if you want me here, you're going to have to help me afford it. Pray to God and say, you know, if you, if you want me here, and I think it's okay to pray this prayer. God, if this is your will for me to stay here and housing costs are so high and all of this stuff, then God help me pay the bills. And he's going to probably help you uh, not spend money on things you don't need, but he's going to provide if it's his if it's his will there's nothing that's going to get in the way of that that's the stream that way when things get hot when things aren't so good your leaves are always green and you don't have worries and years of drought and you can excel in times where things are hard and also excel in times when things are easier and God will help you bear fruit. See, that's the Christian life. That's the adventure we're on. It's not just about what kind of house I can have or what kind of life I can live. It's who I can impact for the gospel. That's what Jesus is going to ask you about one day when you meet him. You ever think about that? You really got to think about that question. And because I think it helps us get into the mindset of what God has for our life. This is Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Open phone Friday. You can call about whatever it is that you would like to talk about. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back in just a moment as the Friday edition of Southern California Live continues. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. It is Open Phone Friday. You can 
call with anything that is on your mind. Our topic at the moment is staying in California. What are some great things about living in Southern California? With all the reasons to go, what are some great reasons to stay? And what are some reasons that maybe God is calling you to stay? How do you know if it's time to make a change like that? 888-528-2557. Becky in California. Well, obviously you're in California. Are you in California, Becky? I am. All right. I've been here in California all my life. Uh, me too. <laughs> yes, and I just want to say that I thank you for, you know, as I'm driving home from work, I'm thinking, wow, there is so many reasons to think about, you know, the negativity all around us right now. You know, things have really changed, and it doesn't look like it's getting better. But when you opened up that that window and you said let's think about the reasons why you know we're here in california mm. man it just really made me think about all the good things in my life yeah um my uncle recently passed away on tuesday and i was mm. able to lead him to christ uh two weeks before his passing wow yeah and it just made me think you know let's say i did leave you know months ago because those thoughts do run through your mind yeah. like it's easy to run it's so easy to run but like you said pastor we are here for a reason god is using us there's people that need us you know and at the end of the day this is what god wants is for us to be used whether it's at the market whether it's someone's you know deathbed whether it's in our our job there's a reason that god is you know called us. I think that, that's so, such a great perspective, Becky, and uh, I'm sorry to hear about your uncle, but I'm so glad that he knew Jesus. Yes, I, I was so happy as well. He was, you know, he had got cancer, and unfortunately it spread, but yeah. to know that he's he's now in paradise, and we can't make it about us, yeah. you know, and I have, a, I have three kids, they're adult kids, that chose to leave because they want the all-American dream. And I, I know, I, I get it. It's how can they raise sure. their kids? The homes are expensive. But there's nothing like California. <laughs> and um, I am just really grateful to you for this topic because it really made me appreciate more the where my, where my feet are grounded. Yep, where you're rooted. And, yeah. Where God bless you. Yeah. At Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, you know, right. where I know the plans that I have for you, and the plans are not to harm you or to hurt you, but to give you a hope and a future. And I, I will always stand on that. Right. And Be- so, Becky, thank you so yeah. much for your call. Thanks for listening to Southern California Live. I'm sorry about your uncle, but uh, thank you for your story, your testimony today. We all need that. Thank you. Thank it- you so much. And you know what? The the reason that she is born, ultimately, this is something I tell people, that when you've had the opportunity to either, in her case, like lead her uncle to Christ, or maybe you you know that you've played a role. Sometimes you don't know that you've played a role in somebody coming to Christ. But when you've had that opportunity and you know that God put you there, that's the reason you're born. Whenever I do a baptism and I have uh, somebody in the tank and we're going to baptize them, uh, what I do is I have the people stand who have been in their life. We call them your, your oikos. It's your relational world. The people who've been praying for that person, the person maybe who has been living with that person and encouraging them in Christ. And I remind them that, 
hey, this guy up here in the the tank or this person who is, we're going to baptize. The reason you were born is because of what's happening right here. That these are the reasons that we are where we're at, ultimately. Now, God might very well be calling you to move somewhere else, and you should not be discouraged from that, that if if God is calling you to do that. But I think that the reason, we always find that, and, and I always find that when we realize that the reason for whatever change we're going to make is something that God has, uh, you know, really orchestrated, not just allowed, but orchestrated, you you find just tremendous value. And, you know, imagine if uh, if Becky would have left, maybe her uncle doesn't know Jesus, right? That's what's at stake. And it's a it's just something for all of us to think about, that the people that God has put around you, God wants them to grow in their, their faith, wherever they're at. Maybe they have no faith. Maybe they have a lot of faith. But God wants them to, to grow in their faith. And God's plan is you. Now, it might be more than you. might be other people who are part of that, uh, that person's life. But your plan A, there's no plan B. Your plan A. And you are there because God trusts you to be able to do it. I don't know if you think about that in your Christian walk, that I think sometimes we think to ourselves, I'm not really adequate. I don't really have enough. I don't really know enough. You know, God thinks you do. That's why he's placed those people in your life. And maybe he just wants you to pray for them. You start with that. You pray. Uh, God, why do you want me to be here in Southern California when it would be so much cheaper to move somewhere else? You know, uh, not everybody's happy with their move out of here, by the way. Sometimes people are like, well, you know, uh, I thought that uh, Florida was pretty cool, but it turns out that Disneyland is expensive and they have bugs. And uh, it's uh, not what I thought. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. We're talking about Southern California Live and uh, we're we're on Southern California Live. We're talking about Great things about being in Southern California. What do you love about it? You got to love the beach. It is, you know, you we live in a place where you can go into the mountains and the beach on the same day if you want to. You literally can go skiing in the wintertime and go to the beach where it might be warm enough. You may not want to get in the water. It might be a little chilly, but you can do it. That's amazing. That's amazing about uh, the place we're in. And I think as much as there is good reason to to gripe and to be cynical, we got to watch that as as believers. You know why? Because it's not really attractive. You know, I uh, you know I can get kind of cynical. Maybe you've noticed that before. Um, but I I really am not. I'm really very an optimistic person. Um, and I think optimism is something that we should always have in Christ because the plan of God is always better. You know, Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. And it's talking about where you are. You know, you, you stand and you sit and you walk. Those are things you do, you know, wherever you're planted, right? Verse 2, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water. See, once again, you have the same idea of you're a tree and you're planted in such a way. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yield fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Now, it doesn't mean that whatever you do prospers, you know, in the in a worldly sense. It means that whatever you do for the Lord is going to prosper. When you are planted by the streams of water that yield fruit in its season, 
That's a great question to ask yourself wherever you're at is, am I bearing fruit? We were talking uh, before the break a little bit about uh, being in church and uh, no perfect churches. You know, ask yourself, am I bearing fruit with the people around me? And how can I have my church that I go to really speak into that? You know, if you go to your church prayer meeting or you have maybe a Facebook group or something where there's prayer, you know how you can radically change it? Start praying for people's salvation. Start praying for the discipleship and growth of people. Because we go to we have a lot of prayer meetings and it's great, you know, you pray for each other who's sick and you pray for, you know, uh, little Bobby because he's got a test coming up and you pray this person gets into college and you pray that the move goes well and you pray for a lot of sickness, right? There's a lot of, you know, I was at a church one time where they, they had a prayer list that was like all the prayer requests, except that there was so much cancer. They had a separate list for the cancer people. Like, well, this is our cancer list that they would publish because there was so much of that going on. Great. Pray for those people. But you know why you pray for those people? You pray so that they get better so that they can get back out on the field. See, that's the reason to get better. The reason to get better is because God has a God has gifted you. God has given you something to do, and uh, you want to get back on the field. That's why we pray for each other to get better. Go to your church prayer meeting and start saying, hey, I want to pray for this person. You can mention their name if you want to, or maybe you don't, but I work with this person. I go to school with this person. I'm going to pray for their salvation. And start bringing that to your prayer meeting. It will revolutionize how your church prays because the reason you're there is that people would get saved. The reason you're there is that people would grow in their faith, not just get better from their Ill, illness. You know that something about California is there's a lot of wealthy people, and one of the biggest reasons that people say they don't go to church is because they say they don't need it. You know what? I'm fine. I, I own a house in California. I bought, I was fortunate enough to buy. I can afford to buy. I bought a long time ago, so I was able to buy. I'm good. My health is good. I'm in good shape. My marriage is good. My kids are doing okay. They're, the school's okay. Uh, I don't need your Jesus because sometimes we present Jesus as only for people who are in trouble, for people who are physically sick. You know, we're all going to get there eventually, right? So that person eventually is going to have a time in their life where things aren't so, so, uh, so, so good. But in the meantime, they have they have a misunderstanding of what we're doing. See. Everything that we do in the church, it's about people's spiritual condition and their spiritual destination. And a person who doesn't know Jesus is not fine. And they might think they're fine, and they'll say, Scott, you're wrong, I'm fine. And I'll say, well, it's not really up to me, it's up to God. And uh, God, you know, if I'm right about who God is, then you're not fine. Um, That matters. And there is so much reason um, that when we think about things in that way, everything gets better. So if you're frustrated with uh, living here and you got frustrations with one way or another, start thinking about the people in your life and what God might have done to put you in their life so that they would grow in their faith. It will change your life and it will change their life. It will change your world. It may not change the world, but it's going to change the world you are living in. And the world you're living in, if you're in Southern California, it's amazing. Go outside and look. You can see the mountains today. It's beautiful. Beautiful, wonderful day. Southern California Live, Scott Farrell. It's open line Friday, 888-528-2557. We'll be back after the break and take your calls for hour two of SoCal Live. The Friday edition will continue. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.